Military humor has been around since, well, since the beginning of the military. In America, military humor has been a staple from stories and limericks during the American Revolution all the way into the 20th century, with movies such as You're in the Army in 1941, No Time for Sergeants in 1958, and Kelly's Heroes and MASH in 1970. Television embraced the military comedy genre, though, fairly late compared to other types of programming. It wasn't until 1955 that a sitcom in a military setting even appeared. Luckily, that show, You'll Never Get Rich or The Phil Silver Show, was a big hit, and it ushered in many of the other mitcoms, as I call them, that we all remember and love today. In this episode, I present seven well-known military comedies, including You'll Never Get Rich, their synopses, their stars, and their often rousing theme music. In fact, including bonus themes, this episode is jam-packed with 34 theme tunes. Join me, won't you, as I present this commanding episode of Tube Tunes that I call You're in the Army Now, Part 1. Ted-hut! How would you like me to take out your tonsils through your ear? Coming up next, Tube Tunes in Color. is brought to you in living color on NBC. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. From Television City in Hollywood. Once upon a time in the project. Get this straight. You want me to steal? And here he is, the one, the only. One out of twelve. One out of twelve possible. Four, five, nine suspects there now. Hello. I'm Mr. Ed. This is Jim Rockford. In the town, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Mr. Science, the year 3000, show 424, real one. Oh, come on, son. All I need is a ride. What could possibly happen? Welcome to Tube Tunes. first show I want to talk about in this episode is You'll Never Get Rich, also known as The Phil Silver Show, or Sergeant Bilko. It was a situation comedy that aired on CBS from September 20th, 1955 until September 11th, 1959. There were 142 black and white half-hour episodes produced over four seasons. The show ranked 30th in its first season and in a tie for 22nd place during its second season. IMDb gives the series a rating of 8.6 out of 10. Over the four seasons the show ran, it won eight Emmys, including three for Best Comedy Series from 1955 to 1957, and also one for the star of the show, Phil Silvers, in 1955. There was one sort of spin-off series. Top Cat was an animated version of the show that aired from 1961 to 1962, and there was a remake movie in 1996 called Sergeant Bilko with Steve Martin, Dan Aykroyd, and Phil Hartman. Created by Nat Hicken who also created Car 54, Where Are You?, and set at fictional Fort Baxter in Roseville, Kansas, later at Camp Fremont in California, the series centered on the soldiers in the motor pool, led by the conniving Master Sergeant Ernie Bilko. Comedy is derived from the various money-making schemes initiated by Bilko and his motley crew, and their attempts to hide their activities from the camp's commander, the inept and clueless Colonel Hall. The show starred Phil Silvers as Master Sergeant Ernie Bilko, Silver's a very well-known comic actor and comedian. Born in 1911, died in 1985. He later went on to star in another show, The New Phil Silver Show. And he starred in several movies, including It's a Mad, 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 Mad World in 1963. And A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum in 1966. Harvey Limbeck played Corporal Rocco Barbella. Limbeck was born in 1923 and died in 1982. 
He later starred in the show Ensign O'Toole in 1962 and also was in the movies Stalock 17 in 1953 and The Unsinkable Molly Brown in 1964. Paul Ford played Colonel John Hall. Ford was born in 1901, died in 1976, very well-known character actor, usually playing inept authoritarian figures. He also appeared in the series Norby in 1955, The Baileys of Balboa from 1964 to 65, and he was in the movies It's a Mad, 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 Mad World in 1963, The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming in 1966, and he was also in the movie The Music Man in 1962. Maurice Gossfield played Private Dwayne Doberman. He was born in 1913 and died in 1964. He also provided the voice of Benny the Ball in the Top Cat series in 1961 to 62. Alan Melvin played Corporal Steve Henshaw. Melvin, a very well-known character actor, born in 1923, died in 2008, also appeared in the TV series Gomer Pyle USMC, The Joey Bishop Show, The Brady Bunch, All in the Family, and he provided many voice characterizations in animated series. Rounding out the cast of You'll Never Get Rich were Joe E. Ross, Billy Sands, Mickey Freeman, Hope Sandsbury, Jimmy Little, Elizabeth Frazier, Herbie Fay, Bernard Fain, Jack Healy, and Maurice Brenner. The theme music for You'll Never Get Rich was composed by John Strauss. He was a film composer and music editor. He was born in 1920, died in 2011. With Nat Hicken, he also composed the theme music to Car 54, Where Are You?, which we'll hear in a minute. He was also a Grammy winner for the music in the movie Amadeus, and he was married to actress Charlotte Ray from 1951 to 1976. Ray appeared in the TV series The Facts of Life. We're going to listen now to the 1955 to 1959 syndicated opening and closing theme music to You'll Never Get Rich, composed by John Strauss, with a voiceover by Phil Silvers. by George Matthews. Corporal Krim was Don Hanmer. And now a bonus theme. We're going to listen to the opening theme music to Car 54, Where Are You? which ran from 61 to 63. The music was composed by John Strauss, and the lyrics were composed by producer Nat Hicken. There's a holdup in the Bronx, Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short a child, cruise ships do and I know wild. Car 54, where are you? The next show in this episode is McHale's Navy, a situation comedy that aired on ABC from October 11, 1962 until August 30, 1966. 138 half-hour black-and-white episodes were produced, plus a pilot, and the show ran for four seasons. During its second season, it ranked as high as a tie for 22nd, and its third season, it was ranked at 29th place. IMDb gave the series a rating of 7.5 out of 10. As I mentioned, there was a pilot episode. It was called Seven Against the Sea. It was much more dramatic than the TV series came to be. It was shown as an episode of Alcoa premiere in 1962. There were two McHale's Navy movies made. McHale's Navy in 1964 with all of the cast. And McHale's Navy joins the Air Force in 1965 with the entire cast except for star Ernest Borgnine. Produced by Edward J. Montaigne, who also produced You'll Never Get Rich, and set during World War II, This show was about Lieutenant Commander Quentin McHale, who commands a PT boat, PT-73, in the South Pacific base of Terratupa for seasons 1 and 2, and in Italy for seasons 3 and 4. Comedy is derived from his wacky misfit crew and their attempts to make life easier for themselves, and to make some money besides, 
all under the ever-watchful eye of the tough-as-nails base commander, Captain Wallace Binghamton. The show starred Ernest Borgnine as Lieutenant Commander Quentin McHale. Borgnine was born in 1917, died in 2012 at the age of 95. He won an Oscar in 1955 for his role in Marty, which made him a star. He also appeared in the TV series Future Cop from 76 to 77, Airwolf from 84 to 86, The Single Guy from 95 to 97, and he provided a voice for All Dogs Go to Heaven and SpongeBob SquarePants. He also appeared in the movies Escape from New York, The Dirty Dozen, The Wild Bunch, and many others. Joe Flynn played Captain Wallace Binghamton. Flynn was born in 1924, died in 1974. He had previously appeared in the TV series The Joey Bishop Show from 61 to 62, The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet from 59 to 63, and he later appeared on The Tim Conway Show in 1970. Tim Conway played Ensign Charles Parker. He was a comic actor born December 15, 1933, still alive today at the age of 83. He later appeared in the TV series Rango in 1967, The Tim Conway Show in 1970. He was a regular on The Carol Burnett Show from 1975 to 1978, and he had another series, Ace Crawford Private Eye, in 1983. He also appeared in the TV series Yes, Dear in 2001 to 2005, On the Spot in 2003, and he also provided a voice with Ernest Borgnine on SpongeBob SquarePants. Carl Ballantyne played Lester Gruber, Ballantyne was a magician comedian, born in 1917, died in 2009. He later appeared in the TV series One in a Million in 1980. Gary Vincent played George Christie Christopher. He was a blonde actor who was born in 1936, died in 1984. He had earlier appeared on the TV series The Roaring Twenties from 1960 to 62, and he later appeared in the TV series Pistols and Petticoats from 66 to 67. Other stars of the cast included Billy Sands, Edson Stroll, Jane Dulo, Gavin McLeod, John Wright, Yoshio Yoda, Bob Hastings, Henry Beckman, Simon Scott, Dick Wilson, Jay Novello, and Peggy Mondo. The well-known theme music for McHale's Navy was composed by Axel Stordahl. Stordahl was an arranger, conductor, and composer who worked in the 1930s through the 1950s primarily with the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra and with Frank Sinatra. He was born in 1913, died in 1963. He also wrote the songs I Should Care in 1945, Day by Day in 1946, Ain't You Ever Coming Back in 1947, Night After Night in 1949, and Meet Me at the Copa in 1950. We're now going to listen to three different versions of the theme that were used on McHale's Navy. First, we're going to listen to the 1962-63 version of the theme, opening and closing to McHale's Navy, composed by Axel Stordahl. In 1963, the show's second season, the theme was changed slightly. There were more drums in it, for one thing. We're going to listen to that version now. Here is the opening and closing theme music to the 1963-64 episodes of McHale's Navy, composed by Axel Stordahl. Thank you. 
Finally, we're going to listen to the theme as it was used from 1964 to 66, during the show's third and fourth seasons when it was set in Italy. It's a much jazzier orchestration of the theme. Here's the opening and closing theme music to Mikhail's Navy, used from 1964 to 66, composed by Axel Stordahl. got two bonus themes for this series. One is for the TV series Broadside, which was a spin-off of Mikhail's Navy. It ran from 1964 to 65, and the theme was composed by Jerry Fielding, who lived from 1922 to 1980. Here is the opening and closing theme music to Broadside by Jerry Fielding. Finally, we're going to listen to the opening theme music to Day by Day, a sitcom that ran from 1988 to 89. The theme they used was based on his song Day by Day, which was composed in 1946, along with Paul Weston and Sammy Kahn. Here's the 1988 to 89 opening theme music to Day by Day, composed by Axel Stordahl with Paul Weston and Sammy Kahn. The next show, Gomer Pyle, USMC. 
It was a MITCOM that aired on CBS from September 25, 1964 until September of 1969. It returned for rebroadcasts on CBS in prime time from July 1970 till September 9, 1970. It also ran for rebroadcasts on the CBS daytime schedule from September 8, 1969 to March 22, 1972. There were 150 half-hour episodes produced over five seasons, 30 of them in black and white and 120 in color. The pilot for the series actually aired on the parent series, The Andy Griffith Show. IMDb gives the series a rating of 7.1, and the show was very highly ranked during its entire five-season run. In fact, it never fell out of the top ten. During season one, it was in third place, season two, second place, season three in a tie for tenth, season four in third place, and for its final season, it was actually ranked second. The show was about country bumpkin Gomer Powell, who leaves Mayberry, North Carolina, to join the Marines. He's stationed at fictional Camp Pendleton in California, where he becomes the unwitting nemesis to his tough-as-nail superior, Sergeant Vince Carter. Comedy is derived from Gomer's fish-out-of-water provincial outlook on life, especially when it conflicts with Sergeant Carter's by-the-book demeanor. As I said, it was a spin-off of The Andy Griffith Show. The show starred Jim Neighbors as Private Gomer Pyle. Neighbors was born June 12, 1930, and soon will be celebrating his 87th birthday. He's also known, of course, for The Andy Griffith Show, and later for The Jim Neighbors Hour, and he appeared on The Carol Burnett Show. Frank Sutton played Sergeant Vince Carter. He was born in 1923, died in 1974. Ronnie Shell played Private Gilbert Duke Slater. Shell was born December 23, 1931, and is still alive. He also appeared in the TV series Good Morning World from 1967 to 68, Goober and the Ghost Chasers from 1973, and he's done many voice characterizations on animated series. Roy Stewart played Corporal Chuck Boyle from 1965 to 1968. He was born in 1927 and died in 2005. And Ted Bessel played Private Frankie Lombardi from 1965 to 66. Bessel was born in 1935, died in 1996. He had earlier appeared in the TV series It's a Man's World, and he was later famous for starring in the TV series That Girl from 1966 to 71, and in the short-lived series Me and the Chimp in 1972. Rounding out the cast of Gomer Pyle USMC were Barbara Stewart, William Christopher, Forrest Compton, Alan Melvin, Tommy Leonetti, Larry Hovis, and Elizabeth McRae. The theme music for Gomer Pyle USMC was composed by Earl Hagen, and you can hear all about him in Season 2, Episode 5 of Tube Tunes, the Earl Hagen themeography. Hagen was born in 1919 and died in 2008. We're going to listen now to the opening and closing theme music to Gomer Pyle USMC, composed by Earl Hagen. MC Starring Jim Neighbors as Gomer Pyle Also starring Frank Sutton as Sergeant Carter these messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. Roger Bilko! Yeah. What, Bilko? I'm Phil Silvers. Oh, but I am Bilko on Camel's new show, You'll Never Get Rich Tuesday Nights. Look in on us. We'll be glad to see you. I know all about you and your women and your wild parties. <laughs> now hold your horses, Captain. I've got to choke somebody. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, this is Ernest Borgnine or Captain Quinton McHale. 
of, naturally, McHale's Navy. And now reporting for duty on KRET Channel 14. <laughs> Shows a flair for the dramatic and a devious mind, McHale. Did you like it, sir? Gentlemen, welcome to Look It. First rule of Look It is, you do not talk about Look It. Second rule of Look It is, you do not talk about Look It. Third rule of Look It, if there's a power outage, not enough hard drive space, or the wife comes home, the show is over. Fourth rule, no more than 50 megs per show. And fifth rule, no more than one topic per show, fellas. Sixth rule, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Seventh rule, shows will go on as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule, if this is your first time downloading Look It, you will listen. Meet the few, the proud, the ultimate marine. Shazam! Gomer says, hi, 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 Gomer says, hey, hey. Gomer? Gomer, pop? Gomer, Golly. Don't ask, just watch. Golly. Gomer Pyle on me. Me? Me too. Shazam! Just remember, Gomer says hi. Saturday at 3 on Me Too. The next series in this episode is M.A.S.H., MASH was a situation comedy that aired on CBS from September 17, 1972 until September 19, 1983. It also ran rebroadcasts on CBS Daytime from September 1978 till September of 79. There were 251 color half-hour episodes produced over 11 seasons, and IMDb gives the series a rating of 8.4 out of 10. The show was highly ranked throughout its entire run. Starting slowly, in Season 1 it ranked 46th, by Season 2, it had risen up to 4th place, Season 3, 5th place, Season 4, in a tie for 14th, Season 5, 4th place, Season 6, 8th place, Season 7, 7th place, Season 8, in a tie for 4th place, Season 9, 4th place, Season 10, 9th place, and its final season, it was ranked in a tie for 3rd place. The show was also highly awarded. It won 14 Emmys, including Best Comedy in 1973, and the cast members Alan Alda, Gary Burkhoff, Loretta Swit, and Harry Morgan all won Emmys for their roles on the show. There were two spin-off series from M.A.S.H., one called After M.A.S.H., which picked up where the show left off many years later. That show ran from 1983 to 84, and Trapper John, M.D., which starred Pernell Roberts, aired from 1979 to 1986. Created and produced by Larry Gelbart and Gene Reynolds, this sometimes hilarious, sometimes tragic series followed the escapades of a mobile army surgical hospital, or MASH unit, the 4077, during the Korean War. At the center of the series' focus was Captain Benjamin Franklin Pierce, also known as Hawkeye, an idealistic and brilliant surgeon whose views on warfare in general, and on his superiors in particular, get him and his colorful colleagues into no end of comic trouble. The show starred Alan Alda as Captain Benjamin Franklin Pierce, or Hawkeye. Alda was born January 28, 1936, and is still alive today. He later starred in the series The Four Seasons, ER, The West Wing, The Big C, Horace and Pete, and he's appeared in many movies. Wayne Rogers played Captain John McIntyre, Trapper John. He was born in 1933, died in 2015. He played the role from 1972 to 75. He was also known for the TV series Stagecoach West, from 60 to 61, City of Angels in 1976, and House Calls from 1979 to 1982. Loretta Swit played Major Margaret Houlihan, or Hot Lips Houlihan. She was born November 4, 1937, and is still alive today. 
Larry Linville was born in 1939, died in 2000. He played Major Frank Burns from 1972 to 77. He had earlier appeared in the TV series Mannix from 68 to 70. He later appeared in Grandpa Goes to Washington from 78 to 79 and in Paper Dolls in 1984. Gary Berghoff played Corporal Walter O'Reilly, or Radar as he was called. He played that role from 1972 to 79. Berghoff was born May 24, 1943 and is still alive today, also known for appearing many times on the TV series Match Game. And he's the only actor from the movie on which the series was based to appear in the TV series. Also in the cast at various times were McLean Stevenson, George Morgan, William Christopher, Jamie Farr, Harry Morgan, Mike Farrell, David Ogden Steers, Marcia Strassman, Jeff Maxwell, and G.W. Bailey. The theme music was called Suicide is Painless, and it was based on Johnny Mandel's theme for the 1970 movie MASH, on which the series was based. Johnny Mandel was born November 23, 1925, and is still alive today. He also did music for the movies The Last Detail, Caddyshack, and Glengarry Glen Ross. The orchestration for the theme music changed very slightly over the years. I'm not going to bore you with all the different versions. I'm just going to say that here is the opening and closing theme music to MASH. Suicide is Painless, composed by Johnny Mandel. bonus themes, I've got three of them. The first one is the theme music to Banyan, which was a series that ran from 1972 to 73. The theme music was composed also by Johnny Mandel. Let's take a listen. Also starring Richard Jekyll and Joan Blondell. Guest stars Sky Aubrey, Kaz Garris, Val de Vargas. Tonight's episode, The Murder Game. We're going to now listen to the opening theme music to one of the spin-offs of MASH, Trapper John M.D. Here's the 1979 to 1986 opening theme music to Trapper John M.D. composed by John Parker.
Finally, we'll listen to the opening theme music to After MASH, which was the continuation series for MASH. The theme music was composed by Patrick Williams, and it was based loosely on Mandel's Suicide is Painless theme. Let's listen now to the 1983 to September of 1984 episodes of After MASH, composed by Patrick Williams. Now we'll listen to the September to December 1984 episodes theme music for the series After MASH. It's a little jazzier than the earlier one. And it's again composed by Patrick Williams, and it's based loosely on Johnny Mandel's theme, Suicide is Painless. was a short-lived sitcom that ran on CBS from October 5, 1973 until January 4, 1974. There were only 12 half-hour color episodes produced in one season, and IMDb gives the series a rating of 7.8 out of 10. Created and produced by Larry Gelbart and Gene Reynolds of MASH fame, and loosely based on the 1952 film Red Ball Express with Jeff Chandler, and set in France during World War II, this MITCOM highlighted the pratfalls of the 5050th Quartermaster Trucking Company of the U.S. Army's Red Ball Express, staffed primarily by African Americans. The short-lived series attempted to capitalize on the success of MASH, with race relations the focus instead of the former series' focus on the horrors of war. Interestingly, the theme tune was composed by Dave Grusin, who also co-wrote the theme music to the series that replaced this one, Good Times. The show starred Stu Gilliam as Corporal Sweet Williams. Gilliam was born 1943 and died in 2013. He was famous for doing many voice characterizations on animated series, including Harlem Globetrotters and Houndcats. Hilly Hicks played Private First Class Jed Brooks. Hicks was born May 4, 1950 and is still alive today. He's an actor-director and a voice actor on many animated series, including Godzilla from 78 to 79. Mel Stewart played Sergeant B.J. Bryant. Stewart was born in 1929 and died in 2002. He was an actor-director, very prolific. He's probably best known for playing Henry Jefferson on All in the Family from 1971 to 73. He also appeared in the series On the Rocks from 75 to 76, Tabitha from 77 to 78, One in a Million in 1980, and Scarecrow and Mrs. King from 83 to 87. Val Bisoglio played Captain Rocco Calvelli. Bisoglio was born May 7, 1926, and is still alive today at 91 almost. He also appeared in the TV series The Doctors in 1969, Working Stiffs in 1979, Quincy M.E. from 1976 to 83, and he's made many other TV guest appearances over the years. 
Ed Begley Jr. played Lieutenant Robert W. Chapman. Begley is a very well-known character actor, born September 16, 1949, a tall blonde actor. He started his career on the TV series Room 222 from 1969 to 72. He appeared in Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, Santa Elsewhere, Parenthood, Migo, all the way up to the current day with Arrested Development, Family Tree, and Blunt Talk. As I mentioned, the theme music for Rollout was composed by Dave Grusin. Grusin is a very prolific and well-known musician and composer, born June 26, 1934. He's done many TV themes. We'll probably hear an episode next season with his themeography. He also did music for many movies, including The Graduate, Murder by Death, The Goodbye Girl, Bonfire of the Vanities, The Firm, and Hope Floats. We're going to now listen to the opening and closing theme music to Rollout from 1973, composed by Dave Grusin. As a sort of a teaser to the Dave Grusin themeography, which I plan to have next season, as bonus themes we're going to listen to five different themes that he's composed. The first one we're going to listen to is from 1968 to 1970. It's one of my favorite themes, The Ghost and Mrs. Muir. Here's the opening theme to that series, composed by Dave Grusin. Dave Grusin theme I want to present is another favorite of mine, It Takes a Thief. We're going to listen to the September 1968 to 1970 episodes version of the theme with a voiceover by Robert Wagner. Here is It Takes a Thief, opening theme by Dave Grusin. The third theme I want to present for Dave Grusin in our bonus theme segment is The Name of the Game, another great theme. The show ran from 1968 to 1971. Here's the opening theme by Dave Grusin. 
The fourth bonus theme will be for Dan August, a series that starred Burt Reynolds. It ran from 1970 to 71. We're going to listen to the opening theme music now by Dave Grusin. Probably one of the best-known theme songs he ever produced was for the TV series St. Elsewhere, which ran from 1982 to 88. We're going to listen now to the 86 to 87 version of the theme to St. Elsewhere, composed by Dave Grusin. messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. Thursday on the CBS Late Movie. You're going home. I'm going home? You got all your points. They're discharging you. I'm going home. Henry, that's terrific. Henry, congratulations. That's terrific. What's good news for Colonel Blake is bad news for the MASH unit. Finally, you're going to command this outfit. Everything's happening so fast. You're in charge of the store now. And uh, stop that whistle someplace. Mash. This year, like last year, the best is right here on CBS. Keep on looking at us. Keep on smiling with us. Don't you forget to keep on coming by. If you want to see the best, you'll keep your eyes on CBS. Because CBS is easy. CBS is easy. CBS is easy. CBS is easy on the eyes. That's why we keep on saying, this year like last year, the best is right here on CBS. This year, like last year, the best is right here on CBS. Hi, this is Siri. Do you like tons of shows in one fancy site? Well, now you got them. I've searched out zervinator.wordpress.com, and I love it. It's the coolest thing since Google. Podcasts rock. And Zerb is so hot. He's cute too. 
So jump right into the best shows on the internet with Zerbinator Land Podcasting. You'll be glad you did. And for all you Apple freaks, yes, it's on iTunes too. And now, back to whatever you were searching for. You dirty, dirty little freak. Goodbye. Saturday, Fish is still missing. Fish? Will Fish show up for his own premiere? Then on the premiere of Operation Petticoat... The battle of the sexes heats up on the pink sub that made the Navy blush. And Starsky and Hutch take a swingers haven by storm in a special two-hour premiere. Welcome to Playboy Island. I'm your doorman. It's a vacation in paradise. Right after Fish and Operation Petticoat. Watch tomorrow starting at 8, 7 Central and Mountain on ABC. The next series in this episode is Operation Petticoat, a short-lived sitcom that aired on ABC from September 4, 1977 until October of 78. It returned in January of 1979 and ran until August 10, 1979. There were only 33 half-hour color episodes produced, plus one pilot episode that aired on September 4, 1977. IMDb gives the series a rating of 6.9 out of 10, and the show did not do very well in the ratings. This series, which was based on the movie Operation Petticoat, released in 1959 with Cary Grant and Tony Curtis and produced by Blake Edwards, follows the hijinks aboard a decrepit and pink submarine that has been forced to take on a collection of female nurses in the high seas in the opening days of World War II. The show starred John Astin as Lieutenant Commander Matthew Sherman from 1977 to 78. Astin was born March 30, 1930, still alive today at the age of 87. He's best known for playing Gomez Adams in The Adams Family from 64 to 66. Earlier, he had appeared in the TV series I'm Dickens, He's Fenster with Marty Ingalls. He later appeared in the TV series Night Court, and he's done many voice characterizations over the years in animated series. Richard Gilliland played Lieutenant Nick Holden from 77 to 78. He was born January 23, 1950, and is still alive today. He later appeared in the TV series Just Our Luck in 1983, Heartland in 1989, and Designing Women from 1986 to 1991, and he's also done many TV guest shots. Yvonne Wilder played Major Edna Howard from 1977 to 78. She was born September 21, 1937, appeared in the TV series Condo in 1983, and appeared in the series Full House from 1988 to 1991, and she actually appeared in the movie West Side Story in 1961. Melinda Nod played Lieutenant Dolores Crandall. Nod was born February 24, 1955. She had later appeared in the TV series Detective School in 1979 and Happy Days from 1975 to 82. Jamie Lee Curtis played Lieutenant Barbara Duran from 1977 to 78 on this series. Curtis was born November 22, 1958. She's the daughter of Janet Lee and Tony Curtis. Her father actually had appeared on the original movie on which this series is based. Curtis, of course, a very famous movie and TV actress. She's famous for the Halloween movies, Trading Places, A Fish Called Wanda, and True Lies. And she also appeared with Richard Lewis in the TV series Anything But Love and later appeared in the TV series Scream Queens. Rounding out the cast to Operation Petticoat was Dory Thompson, Bond Gideon, Richard Brestoff, Christopher J. Brown, Craig Cassidy, Jesse Dizzo, Peter Shuck, Jim Varney, Randolph Mantooth, and Robert Hogan. The rousing theme music for Operation Petticoat was composed by Artie Butler. Butler was born December 2, 1942, still alive today. He also did the theme music to the TV series Grandpa Goes to Washington. He also did music for the movies The Rescuers, Annie Hall, and Grease 2. Let's listen now to the opening theme music to Operation Petticoat, used from 1977 to 79, composed by Artie Butler.
As a bonus theme, let's listen to the opening theme music to Grandpa Goes to Washington, used from 1978 to 79, also composed by Artie Butler. show I want to talk about on this episode is the Army Show. I bet very few of my listeners remember this show. It was a Mitcom that aired on the WB from September 13, 1998 until December 20, 1998. Only 13 half-hour color episodes were produced in one season, and IMDb gives a series a rating of 6.1 out of 10. The show was about Sergeant Hopkins, who must take charge of a misfit group of soldiers at fictional Fort Bendix, all the while hiding his own get-rich-quick schemes from his superiors. This series was an early casualty of the 1998-99 season. The show starred David Anthony Higgins as Master Sergeant Dave Hopkins. Higgins was born December 9, 1961, probably best known for appearing in the TV series Ellen from 1994 to 98. He also appeared briefly in Malcolm in the Middle and also on the TV series The Big Time Rush and Mike and Molly. John Sencio played Private Johnny Caesar. He was a producer-actor. Toby Huss played Corporal Rusty Link. Huss was born December 9, 1966, still alive today. He's currently appearing on the TV series Halt and Catch Fire. He also appeared in the TV series The Adventures of Pete and Pete, and he's done lots of voice characterization work in animated series. Craig Anton played Lieutenant Branford R. Handy. Anton was born August 28, 1962. He's a comic actor, also appeared on Mad TV, Phil of the Future, and the series Marin. Harold Sylvester played Colonel John Henchy. Sylvester was born February 10, 1949, also appeared in the TV series Walking Tall, Today's FBI, Mary, Shaky Ground, and Married with Children. And rounding out the cast to The Army Show was Brian Bosan, Victor Togund, Ivana Milicevic, and Marilyn Rajskub. The theme music for The Army Show was composed by Jonathan Wolf. Wolf was born October 23, 1958. He's a prolific TV theme composer, probably best known for the theme to Seinfeld. Uh, he also did the music for Will and Grace, The Tony Danza Show, The Fighting Fitzgeralds, Saved by the Bell, The College Years, Caroline in the City, The Naked Truth, Dag, Boston Common, Cursed, The Good Life, Someone Like Me, The Rerun Show, The Stones, Ladies Man, Double Rush, Can't Hurry Love, The Boys Are Back, Less Than Perfect, Regular Joe, Oh Grow Up, Talk to Me, The Hewleys, It's All Relative, Brothers Keeper, A Whole New Ball Game, Camp Wilder, The Charmings, and Townies. Let's listen now to the opening theme music to The Army Show from 1998, composed by Jonathan Wolfe. For bonus themes, I've got three Jonathan Wolf tunes to play for you. The first one is for the TV series Seinfeld. This theme was used primarily in the closing credits. 
from 1990 to 1998. Here is the closing theme to Seinfeld by Jonathan Wolf. The second Jonathan Wolf theme I want to play for you is from Caroline in the City. This series ran from 1995 to 1999. We're going to listen to the opening theme music to Caroline in the City by Jonathan Wolf. Finally, we'll listen to the closing theme music to the TV series Will and Grace. Here's the 1998 to 1999 version of the theme to Will and Grace, composed by Jonathan Wolf. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tube Tunes. This episode of Tube Tunes was written, edited, and narrated by Mark Little, that's me, and featured the following music provided by the Free Music Archive under the Creative Commons license. Reveille Variations, the U.S. Army Song, and Patty on the Handcar from the Minstrel Boy Show, all by the United States Army Old Guard Fife and Drum Corps. Be sure to tune in for the next episode of Tube Tunes, entitled From Sea to Shining Sea, in which I explore the theme music of seven TV series, each from a different decade from the 1950s to the present. This time, the titles of the series begin with the letter C. It will be a sensational episode of Tube Tunes. Join me, won't you? Same bat time, same bat channel. I would first like to thank Zerbinator for his guidance and encouragement as I continue on this project. His podcasting expertise has been very valuable to me. I would urge all of my intrepid listeners to give any of his many podcasts a listen. They're a lot of fun. Just go to zerbinator.wordpress.com to find a list of his podcasts and to get started listening. Also, I can't forget to thank Zerbinator for composing the theme music that's heard at the beginning and end of Tube Tunes. It's a great theme. And you can find all of his other great music at zerbitron.bandcamp.com. Thanks, Burford. Finally, I would also like to give heartfelt thanks to my beautiful wife, Lizzie. She has put up with me and with this strange podcasting thing with the patience of a saint, and I could never fully repay her but I will definitely try. That's nudge, snap, snap, grin, grin, wink, wink, say no more. Tube Tunes is a proud member of the Throwback Network. You can listen to all of the great retro-themed podcasts on the network, including this one, by visiting throwbacknetwork.net. Episodes of Tube Tunes are found on iTunes. Please take time to leave a review of Tube Tunes on iTunes so that other listeners can easily find the podcast. You can also find Tube Tunes on Stitcher and on Google Play. And you can listen to Tube Tunes on your Roku device as well by going to the TuneIn app and typing Tube Tunes in the search field. 
While you're at it, be sure to check out the TubeTunes website at tubetunes.net. All of the episodes can be found there, including show notes and a list of upcoming episodes. And you can visit the TubeTunes blog page at tubetunespodcast.blogspot.com. You can subscribe to TubeTunes on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash tubetunes. And you can follow TubeTunes on Twitter at tubetunespod. Finally, you can send Mark an email and let him know what you think about any episode of TubeTunes. You can even make suggestions for future episode topics. Or you can simply say hi. Just write to him, mark at tubetunes.net. Thank you. Support for TubeTunes is provided by a grant from the Telesearch Group and by listeners like you. Thank you. This is station WABC-TV New York, Channel 7. WNBC now speaking TV for the entire staff. In New York. On tonight. behalf of WNBC-TV, WCBS-TV in New York. Good morning. Good morning.